And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the latest crop report says Saskatchewan farmers made good harvest progress this past week. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results, online at mcdougallauction.com. Saskatchewan farmers made good harvest progress last week with the return of warm and dry weather. Provincial crops analyst Shannon Friesen says combining is ahead of the five-year average. Thanks to some warm and dry weather earlier in the week, 89% of the provincial crop is now in the bin. That is up from 78% last week and does remain well ahead of the five-year average of about 82%. So luckily, many farmers were able to get back into the field and work very long hours in order to get most of the crop off. And what is harvest range by region? Well, the southwest region, of course, uh, leads with 98% of the crop now combined. Both the southeastern and west central regions have 92% combined. The central region is at 89%. The northeast has 78% combined, and the northwest region, 69%. And I understand some crops have been taken off wet and need drying? That's right. Certainly with the rain delays that we've had and the very tough grain out there, much of it has come off tough and, of course, is being placed into aeration in order to cool it down for storage. What kind of harvest progress by crop? Well, 99% of the chickpeas, 98% of the mustard, 97% of the durum, 93% of the canary seed, 92% of the spring wheat, as well as the barley, 84% of the canola, 81% of the oats, 64% of the flax, and 46% of the soybeans have now been combined. And in addition, 14% of the canola is swathed or is ready to straight cut. How much snow and rain have we had this past week? All over the map, certainly anywhere from trace amounts up to 92 millimeters in the Keniston area. Many areas throughout the central part of the province, as well as the northeast, did receive at least two or three inches of rain, and we also heard about snow in parts of the southwest. So the topsoil moisture rating has improved. What is it right now? It has greatly improved. Certainly we will continue to need more moisture in order to replenish the subsoil, but at the moment, topsoil moisture on cropland is rated as 5% surplus, 39% adequate, 43% short, and 13% very short. On hayland and pasture, it is 2% surplus, 34% adequate, 39% short, and 25% very short. And what are your latest yield estimates and grade estimates? Well, yield estimates are all over the map, all depending where you are in the province and if you were lucky enough to get moisture throughout the season. So certainly overall yields are average, although we have heard in some eastern and northern areas that yields are higher than normal. Certainly as we move to the south part of the province, things get a little worse, anywhere from average to well below average, all depending where you were when you were able to seed and, of course, if you were able to get moisture. Grades overall are the best we've had in many years. In particular, the spring wheat grades are well above the 10-year average and are being reported as 74% as a number one, 23% as a number two, and 3% as a number three. What were the main causes of crop damage this past week? Most of the crop damage this week uh, were due to localized flooding, frost, some strong winds, the lack of moisture, and we've had many reports of wildlife feeding on some swath crops such as deer, geese, wild birds as well. I understand there were more cases of farm machinery contacting power lines. That's right. Sus Power does report that there were an additional five reports this past week of equipment hitting power lines. That brings the total up for September to 28. And of course, we do want to encourage producers to be safe out there and make sure that when working around power, that they are being very careful. Shannon Friesen compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. 
Monsanto has awarded 65 scholarships worth $1,500 each to students across Canada. Monsanto says the scholarships are for the first year of agriculture or food-related studies at Canadian universities and colleges this fall. Unique to the winner's list this year is a student who grew up on an alpaca farm in the Yukon. Monsanto says there are four available jobs for every agriculture graduate today, and now is a good time for students to consider an education in an agriculture or food-related field. In Saskatchewan, there are 15 students who have been awarded the $1,500 Monsanto scholarships. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Marcus and New Holland, east of Regina at Emerald Park. Visit Marcuson.com. Harvest is about 80% complete in the Yorkton region. The regional crop specialist in Yorkton, Lyndon Hicks, says recent moisture has slowed combining progress in the parkland region. It's tough to estimate, but I would guess, you know, we're somewhere around that 80%. Obviously, there's there's areas that have been, you know, had collected a shower or something like that that have been slowed down a little bit, and there's areas that are done. So, But overall, as a region, I'd say we're probably in that ballpark of 80%. And how do yields come out and grades? The yields have been, for the most part, quite encouraging for most crops. Uh, the cereals have been fairly good. The canola in most areas have has been quite good. So, some of the other uh, the other crops here, smaller crops, I guess, soybean and faba beans. I've heard people have been a little disappointed with those. But the other thing is those the soybeans specifically. There's still fields of those that come off yet. So. Yeah, generally speaking, and uh, with quality too, you know, the cereals came off, or the majority of the cereals came off before the moisture came, and the quality has been a lot better this year. Now the stuff that's still in the field obviously is going to suffer. When do you expect harvest to wrap up? I guess it depends on what the weather does here, and, you know, if we can get some warm, dry weather to dry things out and move things along. But if we, you know, had another week of good weather, it would pretty much wrap even, you know, some of the later stuff up. So I guess it depends on the weather, but we probably only need another, you know, week of combines in the field to be complete. Much rainfall this past week? Yeah, not as, uh, you know, in the east-central region here, um, Depending where you are, maybe not quite as much as some of the other parts of the province, but like, uh, you know, in Yorkton, maybe five, seven millimeters total. As you get north, there was more, you know, up you get into that. Towards Hudson Bay, Priestville and all that, they got quite a bit more. So, yeah, we didn't get, you know, generally speaking, as much as some of the other parts of the province, but enough. And at this point, you know, most people are welcoming a little bit of moisture, uh, and hopefully it dries out and we can get the rest of uh, the harvest done. Lyndon Hicks is the regional crop specialist in Yorkton. The Canola Council of Canada says farmers may want to test their soil for fertilizer needs this fall. Warren Ward, an agronomy specialist with the Canola Council of Canada, says soil testing is important to ensure crops receive the proper nutrients. Especially following a year like this where we've had a lot of variability, you know, what we would normally expect for in our year-to-year soil nutrient uh, bank, it might be a little different than we're expecting. So that's why I'm thinking this would be a great year to maybe up the percentage of fields that people are looking at testing on their farms just to get a good picture on on what's happened after a variable year where some places were too dry, some places were had excess moisture. What's actually left in the soil after a year like this? It, it really does have a lot of impact on your profitability going into next year. Ward discusses soil test frequency for individual fields. And I think everybody's going to have their own feel for that, maybe, in terms of how intensive you are at, at managing things. 
for sure, I would like to see, you know, kind of that one every three years uh, would be a good number in my mind. Now, some people might go a little longer than that, and some people might do, you know, every year some fields, especially if they are, uh, you know, really intensively managing, maybe looking at variable rating fields. So it, it just really depends what you want to get out of it. But I always like to look, too, at, at what's happened this year or this year and last year. Has there been any unusual things happening in that field in terms of yields that are bigger than you expected or have your yields not been what you've been targeting? If that's the case, maybe you would want to look at increasing your uh, frequency of sampling a field. Warren Ward is an agronomy specialist with the Canola Council of Canada. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson, Hollis Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update is also brought to you by Flam and Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit flamon.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were showing upward movement in early trading. Canola gained 2.20 at 4.6904. Oats rose a dollar 70 at 143 dollars 25 cents per metric ton. Number one red spring wheat went up a dollar 56 at 2.2792. The rest were unchanged. Durham 260 dollars 52 cents. Feed barley 156.65. Flax 450 dollars 25 cents per metric ton. Yellow peas two seventy two twenty nine and feed wheat one hundred thirty six dollars and forty eight cents per metric ton. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up three and three quarter cents a bushel at six thirteen and three quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia six four two fifty three fifty eight or Weyburn eight four two forty five seventy four. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of October 3rd. We didn't have a regular sale last week. It was Assiniboia's turn. Heferet sold from $1 to $1.25. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.85. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.65 cents to $0.75. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $0.90 cents to $1.07. We had a pre-sorted calf and yearling sale here in Weyburn on Monday. Even though it was cold and rainy outside, the sale ring was pretty hot. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged $2.61 and sold up to $2.78. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.48 and sold up to $2.64. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.34 and sold up to $2.64. 500 to 550-pound steers averaged $2.26 and sold up to $2.42. 550 to 600-pound steers averaged $2.20 and sold up to $2.36. 600 to 650-pound steers averaged $2.17 and sold up to $2.33. 650 to 700-pound steers averaged $2.16 and sold up to $2.26. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged two dollars and thirteen cents and sold up to two dollars and twenty two cents. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged two dollars and two cents and sold up to two dollars and fifteen cents. Depending on weight, heifers were about twenty five to thirty cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a group of 500 pound tan steers at two dollars and forty two cents a pound. A group of 550 pound tan steers at two dollars and thirty six a pound. 
600-pound tan steers at $2.33 a pound, 700-pound tan steers at $2.22 a pound, and a group of 780-pound exotic steers at $2.15 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 7,000 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 116 to 127 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 7,000 heads, selling in a range of 118 to 128 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened up this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was up 13 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2479. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.78 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets continued their advance in yesterday's trade, with daily gains averaging more than $1 U.S. 100 weight so far this week. The established packers will not give up their market share without a fight, resulting in a price war as the plants attempt to sway hog producers to delivering animals to them. Lean hog futures continue to rally with expectations of the cash market, gaining 10% of its value over the next week and strengthen even more into the heaviest production period. There is still a great deal of uncertainty regarding how the cash market will react to the new slaughter plants, but it is highly likely that packers will spend their healthy operating margins to ensure they maintain their operating capacity. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM Farm Weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Prairie 6-inch Eaves Trough, specializing in 6-inch eaves troughs for farm buildings and shops. Online at prairieeavestrough.ca. The 620 CKRM Farm Weather Forecast for today, sunny skies, the high 14, the low minus 1 with patchy frost. Friday, sunny, wind southwest 20, the high 18 tomorrow. Chance of evening showers tomorrow night, the low 7. Saturday, cloudy, 60% chance of showers and windy, the high 13, the low plus 1. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high 7, the low minus 1. Monday, a mix of sun and cloud with 30% chance of flurries or rain showers, the high 7, the low minus 2. Tuesday, sunny, the high 13, the low plus 1. Wednesday, sunny, the high near 15. The normal high is 14, the normal low minus 1. The sun rose at 7.05 this morning. It sets at 6.28 tonight. Around the province, Estevan is 12. Saskatoon is also 12. Swift Current, Weyburn and Yorkton are all 10 degrees. In Regina with sunny skies, it's 10. That's 50 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the east-northeast at 3. Humidity is 56%. The barometer dropping 102.4. Sunny in Moose Jaw, 11 degrees. Winds are from the north, northeast at 4. Once again, Regina, sunny in 10. That's 50 Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.